Welcome everyone. How are you doing today? Boy, I know this is a busy, busy time of year and we love that you're taking your valuable time to be here with us today for the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. I'm Virginia Parsons, your host, also known as the Hangout Mentor, and I love it because I help entrepreneurs reach new heights of visibility, influence, and success using Hangouts on Air and all these other wonderful live stream platforms that are now available to you today for free. Did you hear that? Welcome to the show. I love it that you're here today. We have a wonderful guest with us who I'm going to be introducing in just a moment. Her name is Juliette Clark. She's got some great, great ideas for you in the authorship and book writing and publishing arena. You're going to love all that she is going to share with us today. But first, thank you for being here. Please let us know where you're hanging out from. I love to see you put comments in the comment section because the show really is designed to provide you with a gold mine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. So let's hear from you what you're all about, what your passions are about, because I want this show to be a collaborative effort where we get to know one another, we share, inspire, and uplift each other. So thank you all for being here today. And that includes not only our sister entrepreneurs, but our brother entrepreneurs. Thank you everyone for joining us today. Now today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com where you can receive a free hangout marketing assessment that's going to measure your skill set and your knowledge base in using all of these live stream platforms to grow your business and gain visibility. So take advantage of that. All you have to do is text the word success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, -S, to 307-269-2040. You can see it right down there. Text the word success, and you'll be able to take that assessment. It will take you, good grief, a couple of minutes is all to do. And you might even qualify for a free strategy session with me where you're going to gain valuable insights in how you can use this incredible technology to brand, grow, and market your own business. So take advantage of that. And if you happen to be overseas, you can also just go to www.hangout-marketing.com to take that same assessment. So thank you all for being here. I love it that you're taking your time. So let's get straight to the show and let me introduce to you Juliet Clark. Now Juliet is known as, um, well she's an expert, an entrepreneur of her own. She's had lots of years of experience in writing and publishing. She's written a total of eight books. She is the CEO of Winsome Media Group. And from all that she's learned, she's bringing her expertise to you here today. So we're going to talk about author platform secrets for bestseller success. I mean, when you write that book, wouldn't you like it to be a true bestseller? Don't you want to get it out there in a big way rather than a small way? As Juliet said, you don't want to write your book and then hear crickets in the background. You want enthusiastic response to anything that you write and publish. So she's going to talk to us about why authors need to build their platforms before and during the writing. 
pay attention to that. She's talking about before you even write, build your platform. She's going to explain just what that is and how to go about it. We're also going to talk about how platform building translates into those bestsellers and more business for you. Finally, we're going to talk about how to use your book as an entry-level funnel product. Can you believe all this that we're going to really move through quickly because I want you to have tips that you can take action on and Juliet's just the person to do that. So Juliet, come on in, unmute yourself and say hi to our audience, won't you? Hello, thank you for having me, Virginia. It sounds like I'm going to need to talk really fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to give them some powerful tips and then show them where they can get more. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds really great. All right. Well, let's start where I think most people are interested in, and that is how did you get to the point that you can teach this? What are some of the, what I say, defining moments that you've gone through in your life that put you in a position to be an expert in this area? And sometimes I know those defining moments aren't always pleasant, but you go ahead and share what you think are key moments for people to know about. Um, yeah, I have a lot of really unpleasant moments, actually, that were key moments. Um, I, I went to publish my first book and uh, did that through self-publishing, and it was a horrible, horrible experience. Uh, no customer service, uh, constant upsell into products that I didn't need, promotions that I didn't need. And um, then when we got to the back end where the royalties and, and buying the books were, there was such a large markup that I literally made $1.59 per book. So um, not very much, but you know, that book didn't sell much right away anyway. So, um, but I was really disappointed with the process. So as I was writing my second book, I started watching some of the other authors out there and how they were building their platforms. That's when I first learned about a platform. Uh, one of the people I watched a lot was Melissa Storm over at Pub uh, Novel Publicity. I learned a ton from her about how to get this done. Uh, I got a publishing contract for my second book, but two weeks into it, they were purchased by someone else and offered me to self-publish again. And at that point, I decided, no, 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 no. I am going to learn this. I'm going to do it myself, and I'm, I'm really going to take this to the next level. So that's what I did. By my third book, I had sold over 25,000 copies, and that was mainly due to building my author platform, doing it well. And then other people started bringing their books to me and saying, you know, can you help me do this? Tell me what you did. And a lot of them didn't really, once I explained what all was involved, they didn't want to do it themselves. So they started paying me to publish their books. So I set up my company a little bit differently. In fact, very differently than any of the other companies out there. I, I considered when you brought me your book that you were investing in yourself. So you pay me for the production end of it. Um, we get it on Amazon. And then on the back end, I have very little markup. I want every author who publishes with me to walk away with most of the money in their pocket and, and not have the experience I have. So that's how I got into all this. I've published eight of my own and a lot of other books for a lot of other people. and. Um, that's that's where my journey went and here I am. <laughs> well, I love it. First of all, the the journey from $1.49 um, in your profit for your first book into your third book, uh, getting it out there into the hands of 25,000 people because you built an author platform first. I think that people are very interested in 
how you go about doing that because I think one of the flaws you explained to me earlier was that uh, so many people publish their book first and they haven't built that platform. So let's let's talk about you know the pros and cons of doing it with the platform or without the platform because you obviously learned you needed to build a platform in order to get you know twenty five thousand sales on your third book. That's a I big shift, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it is. And that's what happens a lot is I will have authors come to me when they want to publish their book and I'll, I'll start asking about author platform building and they have no idea that they were supposed to do it at all. And author platform building, the real key to it is building relationships. That's why it's so important on social media that your social media is engaging and that you've built a loyal following because not only will those people, when you start building relationships, know you, trust you, and like you, but they will refer you and put you in front of their audiences as well, which is extra exposure. So that is really the key to doing all this. Well, and engagement is everything. And as a matter of fact, I just want to take a moment. Those of you who have just joined us, please let us know where you're hanging out from. Uh, I'd like to acknowledge Christine Cooper. Hey, Christine, thank you for joining us. Look at this. She's hanging out from Wisconsin. Her first hangout. Welcome. I think that's terrific. We Yay. love it. Love it. Who else have we got here? We got uh, Neil Brown. Welcome, Neil, in from Santa Cruz. Uh, we've got Margarita Crystal Lotus. Hey, Margarita. And she loves this topic. So there's more of you on here than has have um, spoken up, as I would say. <laughs> so uh, go ahead. Let us know where you're hanging out from so I can get your name up there in lights. But it's about engagement. It's about letting your audience know you value them and that you care about what they're feeling, what they're experiencing, what their struggles are, and that you offer you know, potential solutions or ways of uplifting and inspiring your audience. So where do you think authors should focus? There's a lot of social media platforms out there. Which ones do you have them focus on? I think they should focus on the one that best fits their personality. Uh, you know, my personal is Facebook. I have a, a huge writing community, writing and publishing uh, community over on Facebook. But, you know, for some people, it may be Twitter. They're better at Twitter. Uh, obviously, you, if you're going to write a book, you rock Google+. Plus. So I think it's really where you feel most comfortable with your skills. And, and one of the real keys to doing this as well is learning and growing and expanding your skills. Because you and I have talked extensively about how scary it is for some people to get on video. And I, I, I just saw you get on Periscope, and I was amazed because... Periscope scares me. I'm a big stutterer. <laughs> it doesn't appear that you actually are, Juliet. <laughs> Again, with any of these different platforms, it's just a matter of jumping in and um, being yourself and saying your truth. You know, it really is. So I think that that really reflects also in what you're talking about, about platform building, is that um, and, and it could be more, I think that you might expand on this a little bit. It's not just necessarily getting on, for instance, Facebook on your profile, but one of the things that you've done very, very effectively is to have a group, an actual group on Facebook. Do you recommend that for authors if they're building their platform? Absolutely. I think especially if you're in the nonfiction area, um, it, it's an effective tool. You can, you can use this for just about anything. 
And um, I, if you've been a part of mine, you know that I, I provide three sort of lessons every week that are free. Uh, I put on a podcast once a week. Uh, I also have a blog. And then I have a lesson every Monday. It's supposed to be kind of a lesson. Informational. I try to provide a lot of value for free within that group. Um, we've also just recently, in the last month and a half, elevated it to where we have every other week free teleconference or webinar events that you can attend and get free information as well. So I think for any anybody who really wants engaging social media, you know, you can have your business page and run your ads from there or your book page, but then having a community built around your what you do and your books is a fabulous way to really work with people one-on-one, -on -one, answer their questions, give them attention, and build that relationship because it's all about them getting to know you and trust you and, and loyalty. You know, when that when you build a community like that and your book comes out, you have a whole community of people who are willing to spread the word because they've been a part of your journey and they've been a part of the valuable information that they've received from you. Fabulous, fabulous advice. So she's given you several tips already. I hope you're taking some notes here. She does a weekly podcast, I think you said, and your blog. And then in the community, she has um, every other week, I think she used, she said she has some kind of an event, a uh, presentation or something live that people can take part in. And then is asking others to help spread the word. Makes total sense to me. Now, do you have communities or groups that are private or public? Which do you recommend? That's a that's a great question. Um, I recommend that you make them uh, private because if you have it, if it's free, it gets to be spammy. So don't make it an open group. Keep it private. There's also a venue on there where you can have a secret group, but you want people to be able to join your group. The secret groups are more for if you have a coaching program and just the participants of that coaching program. And, and I have one of those as well. All right, so if you have them keep it private, you suggest they keep it private, then anybody can ask to join, correct? Yes, and you have the ultimate approval as the moderator to be able to say yay or nay on that. And, and sometimes you have to really look at it and say, hmm, that might not be someone I really want in here. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I'm, I'm also thinking that you, you could go the public route if you made sure that any posts that went through you had to approve first. You, you know what, you could do that. The thing that I, the thing, the reason that I recommend the private groups is because um, a good group or community has a, a, a set of rules that are set up. So as the moderator with the private group, you have a lot, you know, you have a lot of control to just say, hey, I, we don't like that kind of post here. And, you know, we have a rule right here and you just violated it and I'll give you one more chance or you're out. I think with a public group, it's just a little bit harder to maintain all of that kind of decor. Because the last thing you really, you really have to be cognizant of the energy of your group. And, um, and and follow those rules. And sometimes as a moderator, that's a little bit difficult because you know, you'll see people that just are, are being spammy instead of adding value to the group. Got it. All right, so let's get into topic two about how platform building can translate into bestsellers and more business for you in general. Okay. Um, one of the ways uh, that I recommend during platform building to do this is, is of course I mentioned, I think on the Periscope that Books are sold on the internet now, so you have to have an internet presence. It's, it's much, much different than it's ever been before. 
And so you have to be able to have a certain level of internet marketing skills. You need a website and a website that is not just something you put up and leave alone. You need a website that you're constantly refreshing with updated content. You need to have a media kit. You need to have an opt-in and some freebies so people feel like they're getting some value from you. And so um, you need to do that. You need to have a community of some sort built so you have a following. And even, um, even when you're on Facebook, I use Facebook as an example because that's where I, I do best. Um, you know, being a part of other communities as well and interacting and building relationships with some of those people in those other communities is extremely helpful. I've met more coaches, authors, and speakers in other groups than you can possibly imagine. And, um, and getting yourself gigs, learning how to collaborate and get yourself in front of other people's audiences. That is key to your audience building success as well, is finding, like Virginia, and not, you know, Virginia does what she does. I'm now in front of her audience. She's going to be in front of my audience in, in January. So it's finding those key people that you can, you know, do gigs like this with and, and really uh, taking it to the next level. Yeah, a lot of powerful information there because what you're helping people understand, if they don't already, because these are basics to internet marketing, you need to have a website, you need to have an opt-in, you need to have a way to engage with your growing audience across multiple platforms. And um, we've got a couple questions here I want to bring up, but I also want to tell you all, we're going to do an after show over on Blab. It's so easy for you to join there. We want you to come and talk directly to Juliet. But let me throw a few of these up here for you. Um, Marguerite is asking, awesome. She says she lives in Kingston, Ontario. We love it, Marguerite. And uh, she's working on a book. And I know because I interviewed her a few weeks ago. It's a very exciting book that she has coming out. She appreciates the content. She says, how do you build the author platform? Where do we start? What's the first thing you would suggest that they do? You know, that's a great question, Margarita. And, and I'm going to say a step-by-step -step process is what you need because this can be very overwhelming when you're learning all of it. The first thing that I would do is get your uh, website set up and get yourself an opt-in and a freebie. And that is probably the best way to start building your email list. Um, you can start there or you can start with the community. If you're not comfortable with the website or you have to have it built by someone, then start with the community on Facebook because that's free. Got it. So I had to unmute there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's so basic. It's basic internet marketing. But what you're, you're pointing out is that you've got an audience. You must build it and you must make it something that someone that you engage with and grow loyalty to. So uh, Neil has a quick question too. He wants to know what is a media kit? What is involved in that? Well, a media kit is, as you should have on your website, contrary to popular belief, uh, if someone wants to interview you, a journalist, uh, they are not all investigative journalists. They're busy people who, you know, need to get in and out with their story. So a media kit on your website should be a visible tab that someone can go to if they want to interview you. It should have your bio. It should have all links to all of your books. It should have links to uh, all of the other places that you've interviewed because a lot of times they can glean additional information from interviews and events that you've done. It should have a couple headshots, uh, your, maybe your Amazon 
profile so they can get information from there. But it is, it is a tab on your site where people can go and get information about you quickly if they want to write an article. All right, so get together with your media kit. I, I'm imagining, Juliet, you have some type of a, um, a checklist or a, a handout that you provide for the people who are your clients on that? Yeah, we do. Okay, great. Well, let's talk about how you use your, well, a few things around this third topic about how you use your book as an entry-level funnel product. And in con conjunction with that, I really want to find out from you when you really suggest that someone think about writing a book. Now, I myself wrote an ebook um, about a year and a half ago, and it was really, you know, how I use it. I, I do my Hangouts on Air first, put valuable content together, then get it transcribed, and then put it into um, an ebook format. But right. you're talking about something a little bit different than that when you're talking about publishing your book and, and getting it to bestseller status. So, how do you start? When do you start in your business as far as uh, going into the publishing route? You know, um, I think once you put together a solid base of content, uh, it's really difficult when I coach uh, people who are brand new in the business and, and they try to put together a, a book about their expertise. And I think they struggle a little bit because they don't have as much expertise as they think they do. You need to have, like you said, you're transcribing. I do exactly the same thing. I, I take one of my programs and I have it transcribed and it becomes a book. So I think when you should be doing a book is when you get to the point where you have enough content available that you can write a really solid book. All right, well that makes absolute sense, of course. But what about um, an, an initial book that you're talking about that would be one of your entry level to your product funnel? Oh, when should you start writing that? Um, pretty much any time. Any time that you feel comfortable or you have a topic. Um, if we're talking about ebooks, it doesn't have to be very long, like maybe 30 pages. So that's pretty a pretty easy book for people to write. If you want to write something that's going to go on Amazon as a full-size book, I highly recommend that you wait till you have more expertise because you're going to need a, a bigger uh, base for your, uh, you know, for your book, a base of content. But if you're doing an ebook or a how-to book, you can do that pretty much anytime. And let me just tell you something that I see authors doing with that is they'll just make that ebook and they'll put it on their website. There's no reason why you should not convert that to Kindle at the same time and put it onto Amazon and sell it for 99 cents just to have yourself a, a base of books over there as well. So you can actually do both. And the thing about doing both, doing that over there is you can pre-sell it and you can give it away free through your list, your mailing list, and have uh, reviews over there before your book is even published for people who've read it. And that will help you boost into a bestseller as well. Oh, this is interesting. So even if you're doing an introductory ebook that's going to be the lower end of your funnel, obviously at free at 99 cents, it certainly is. Right. Um, you're suggesting at the same time that you make it available as an opt-in on your on your website that you also set up it set it up in Kindle on Amazon and that you're still going to drive traffic to that as well, and you charge 99 cents, but you're also giving it away. Is that part of what I'm getting? Your, your audience is following you gets it for free? 
Yeah, I would do that. Uh, only you have to do it a little bit differently because Kindle, if you're going to use the KDP, they have five free days and you can only be Kindle specific. So I would release it over there, use those five days and then release it on your website. But I think this is the thing I'm talking about with the pre-sale. And I know one of my clients just did this really effectively is she gave her book away to selected people on her email list that were really loyal fans. And she asked them, when you're done, can you go over to the pre-sale and write a review over on Amazon? So when she released her book, she already had 25 reviews on Amazon. And needless to say, she was at the top of her category and a bestseller. I love it. So these are very powerful tips. I hope you're all picking this up, taking lots of notes, or come back and watch this again. Let me respond to a few more of the questions we've got here. Christine Cooper, or is it Copper? I think I'm pronouncing it wrong, Christine. I'm sorry, it says Copper. She says, I have, have already published five self-published fiction books with number six releasing soon. Bravo. What is the best way to market now that the books are already here? Christine, that's a great question. I, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the experience I had with my third book is uh, I did not go back. I never looked back once I published a book. But once I had a tremendous response to my third book, people went back and bought my other books. So I don't think you need to market them a great deal if they're part of a series. I think you can just move forward and, and when people really like that, that one book that they like, they're going to go back and, and look at your other work. Okay, so move forward and as you build that platform, that audience, people are going to be looking for what else you've published. That's great advice. Um, Margarita, she says, I have a beta tester group, 35 people for my book as well. How do I utilize this group to get the best outcome for them? and for the book? Well, I think, Margarita, you do exactly what my other client did, and you you tell them, this is, this is a special bonus. I'm going to release it to you early. They get the benefit, the early benefit of the book, and uh, ask them in return to uh, go over to Amazon and put reviews up for you. I think that is the best of both worlds there. They're getting an advanced copy, and you're getting an advanced review. Great, great answers, Julia. Thank you. Now, keep your questions coming. We're going to move on over to Blab in a few moments so you can actually jump on live and, you know, talk about your book a little bit, get some exposure, right? Yes. To that. <laughs> so um, I'd like to know a few mistakes that people make. I, we already know one of the biggest mistakes is that they haven't built a platform before they build their book or write their book. But what other mistakes can you help people, you know, avoid in publishing? Well, um, one of the big mistakes that authors make is they write the book that they think their audio audience wants instead of the book that their audience really needs. And that can be avoided with author platform building as well. Um, if you were a part of my group on Facebook, you'd know I always ask. I don't publish any programs. I don't offer anything before asking where the pain points are of my audience. So I think that's a huge mistake. Uh, the other one is writing the book and not identifying your niche audience. So you're writing a book for everyone and a book for everyone you know, sells to no one. So it really identifying and, and keying in on that niche audience and who you're producing this book for is essential before you start. 
All right, these are so, uh, there are so many tips in here. I know I'm going to be going back and listening to all this, and I'm not even in the process of writing a book, but you know what? When I get ready to, this is valuable, valuable information. Great strategies, Juliet. I really appreciate your sharing your incredible knowledge with us. Um, let's, one last one before we uh, give our final words on this. Uh, Christine again, she says, I also write nonfiction. Should they be marketed together? No, and Christine, I have that problem as well because I've written six nonfiction, no, I'm sorry, five nonfiction and three thick, I'm sorry, backwards, backwards, three nonfiction and six and five fiction. So um, no, they're completely separate because the nonfiction, you're wanting to be probably known as an expert in some field and you don't want to mix the two in there. Okay, that makes sense to me. Between that and narrowing your niche, because people search for narrow topics. When they have a problem and they have a pain, and as you said, also not identifying their pain is really critical because you've got to go there first so that you can market to the pain and offer a solution for them. I know that that's just critical. So, um, you know, how do you determine that? Are you doing surveys with your um, the people that you're following? or who are following you? You know, yes, I do surveys with them, but um, just just briefly to go off on that, that topic that you just talked about. You know, um, Amazon is a search engine, just like Google, just like Firefox. And so um, when you really identify your niche, I'm gonna give you a great example. Um, if you are someone who specializes in divorce and you go over to Amazon and you put divorce into the search engine, you're going to get over 24,000 books. And that's a really overwhelming number. If you go in and you put divorce with children, you get 22,000. But if you go in and you put something like divorced with teenage children, that's going to narrow down to about 1,200 people. So that's a much more manageable number and that is really why you should niche yourself and your audience because when you become an expert at one in one particular niche, you're the go-to person. Problems in divorce are gonna be much different for someone who has teenagers than someone who has a four-year-old. So you just have to kind of keep that in mind. The more you can narrow this down, the better chances you are going to have of selling your book well. I love that. That's just a great piece of advice. Well, boy, we went, we flew through that half hour, didn't we, Juliet? Yes. But there's just a, literally a wealth of information. You know how I say it, gold mine of entrepreneurial tips. You just hit the mother load here today. So I'm so glad that there's so many of you here with us now. I'm going to invite you all over to join us on Blab. And, you know, keep, keep in mind that um, in on Blab, it's easy it's easy to get there. I guess I have to turn. No, I think you can see it correctly. Um, it's easy for you to get over there and get on. So we're going to be starting in just a couple minutes. It's hmtips.com forward slash IBWSblab8. And you've also got the link right here in the comment section. So come on over, say hi, come on in and let people know about your books. This is your chance to grow and get some exposure. So come on over. And I want to say once again, Juliet, thank you. This has just been so informative. And I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing all of your strategies with us here today. 
So again, you just go ahead and say bye to anyone and let me know if the, any final words you've got for the audience before we stop the broadcast and run over to Blab. I know. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed. I enjoyed looking at all your technology. I can't believe you coordinated all this together. Well, I'll be talking about this to your audience so they know that this is a whole other way to build audiences and grow your relationships and, and engagement with people. So I'm looking forward to that. Everyone, thanks so much. We'll see you over on Blab in just a moment. Have a terrific day. Bye-bye now.